I just had a fabulous listener email me and she said, Sarah, does Nutrafol work for men too? You better believe it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement for men and women with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Hello, me included. Nutrafol changed my life post-baby and postpartum hair. Amazing. Also, a lot of women going through menopause say that Nutrafol works for them as well. And like I mentioned, it works for the fellas. Take the first step right now to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering my TSFS listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hair care stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TSFS. Woohoo! Every day I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby. And Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. If you listen to some of your friends who are being price gouged, upcharged $10,000 over MSRP, but that's not the case at Radley Acura in Falls Church, Virginia. If you are located anywhere in the D.C. area, it's worth popping over to Radley. In fact, they are looking to buy your new or your pre-owned, I should say, or lease. Yeah, at top dollar. You can get top dollar trade-in value for your pre-owned vehicle or your lease, even if you didn't lease through Radley. So much of this can also be done through their website, RadleyAcura.com. So the old days of going into the car dealership and spending like five hours in there and trying to get finance. No, you don't have to do any of that anymore. Do it online. Know that you are getting great customer service, great service on your vehicle. Their reputation stands for itself. I love working with them because I love the management. They talk all the time how they never upcharge 
They want people to come back year after year. They trust you. They want you to trust them. And they want to really value your business. RadleyAccura.com is the website. All right. On today's show is my friend, David Yontif. David Yontif is the host of Behind the Velvet Rope. He is an expert on all things Bravo. So this is your show. We are talking about the five best moments in Housewives for 2021. So our five favorite Housewife moments of 2021. Here's David. Okay, David Yontip, host of Behind the Velvet Rope, personal friend of mine. What you guys don't know is David and I will get on the phone for like two hours and we will talk all things podcasting, all things the industry, every housewife. And I just, I'm obsessed. I mean, honestly, I I have to clear my afternoon calendar when I talk to David. That's how much I adore you. And that's how much we have to say to each other. I was just going to say, does this mean (laughs) that I talk talk a lot, you know? I mean, I talk for a living on the Behind the Velvet Row podcast as the host, and I am usually exhausted when I'm not recording. So I guess not. I, I guess I have something to say. I don't know how you do it. For those that don't know, okay, David's been on the podcast, been on the Sarah Fraser show before. He has a podcast that really has a specialty of housewives. You have had the biggest of the big housewives, including, I mean, I am truly obsessed with Carol Rad as well. Like I, she is the, she's truly my grand dame. She is like the best. She's so classy. You had her on a month ago, a month and a half ago. Okay. Let me tell you, oh, you have very, you have would, very good taste. You have very good taste. <laughs> I, uh, here's the thing. It is like you said, I have had almost every housewife on. So when you, when you don't really run into my show, it's not that, I'm so busy, which I am, or I've had all the other housewives, which I have. It's that I have Stockholm syndrome. It's that now I want you more and I will degrade myself, get on my knees. I will chase. I will chase. I have been chasing Miss Radswell for a very, I think almost like two years at this point. Really? I've wanted Carol for a really long time. And she, listen, she doesn't really want to talk. I mean, I always think it's strange when someone comes on my show and then like, of course, all the trolls, the trolls never really come after me. I mean, some of them do, of course. But they always say, like, why is this person, you know, talking about housewives? I'm like, they're not. They they actually don't want to. I call them on my show, and by the graciousness of their 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 life, they have graced me with their presence. And what would you like me to talk to Carol about? Politics and 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 race? Because we just had that on Roni, and none of you seem to want to hear about that. So, <laughs> like. They don't want to talk. They about don't. Housewives. They want the drama. They want what was really the demise of Carol and Bethany. What was truly the end of their friendship? What What did Carol say? Oh, honey, we get it. So that's the thing. So Carol was like, "Listen, oh, fine, forty five minutes, blah 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 blah." I'm like, "Whatever you want," just because I, you know, I'd like to do an hour. She gets on, and with like in the first five minutes, I was like, "Oh no, 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 she's here to play. She's here to play." So. This 45 minutes, what she told me, was three hours. I can't believe you sat with Carol Rudd as well for three hours. It's funny, it's th- the, the, the third part isn't even out. Only the first two parts. Oh, my God. Out. Wait, so is the third part where she talks about Bethany? Or did she, she already talk about um, that's a re- Isn't that a good question? She talks the most about Bethany, I think, in the third part. She talks a little. But that's the thing, like. Uh, the more we talk, I mean, I, I do read the audience. I have like 30 minutes is 30 minutes. And I'm like, I get on and I'm like, oh shit, this is a real 30 minutes. Uh, she just, I just got the impression right away. She's here to play. We got the like, Carol, you have said like, when you left the housewives, like cut through the shit. Like, yeah, let's just yeah. call it. You, yeah. you were fired. So a, we have to have you admit that you were fired. 
B, we now need to talk about why. Lots of people say it was because of the end of your friendship with Bethany. Do you think that's why? Okay, let's talk about C. You told Andy Cohen he was full of shit at the reunion. Do you think that's why? D, there's a rumor that you just emailed producers and you had receipts on everything. Did you really do that? Oh, you did. You you, you, you reached out to producers 24-7 with all the things you had wrong. So do you think that's why? Like We went through every possible reason why it is that she was fired. And she just... Like you said, I mean, it was one of those, like, I'm here and I'm going to, I'm not looking for a headline. I'm going to give the truth. Like these are, these are the real answers. Well, your interviews are so, so good. So I know a lot of my audience already listens to your show because I'll get DMs. Like if I mention you or anything, Um, but I love, what I love about your interviewing style is you have mastered the pause, which most people don't do. Most hosts, even like, I mean, I'm talking really good ones, comedians that host podcasts. Personally, I cannot stand that armchair podcast. Who's the guy that hosts? Oh, Dak Shepard. I just, he's so corny to me and he interrupts all the time. What I adore about your show is like you will ask a question to a housewife and you will just like let it breathe. And like, it's it's great because you don't know what they're going to say. They have like these awkward moments. They're kind of fidgeting. They're trying to, I love the way you interview. Thank you. Because it is, sell. it's designed that way because like, you know, we just, you get more if you just shut up and listen. And it's like, I, I do feel that that is the problem with a lot of podcast hosts. It is, look, I mean, at least with Bravo, I've analyzed and researched. I just think like, listen, I mean, I don't want to over simplify it, but I think a lot of podcast hosts are just insecure and and have that need to have their ego fed yeah and and they need that reassurance and it's like you listen to these interviews and i'm like it's not about you yeah so you know i will interject every now and then and be like oh my god i totally do that too or you know i I give little nuggets every now and then about myself but very little on patreon i talk about myself because it's a different type of show but it's not about me. It's just not about me. Like, I don't even say things like someone could be like trashing, you know, like if someone's going to trash Margaret Josephs, Margaret Josephs from Jersey is like a really good friend of mine. I'm not going to interject and say she's my friend or it just, it's not, a, it's their truth. It's about them. It's like, it's not my job to interrupt or have an opinion. I have opinions. Lots of people from the housewives I hate, lots of people I love. It's not really my opinion to comment. So just tell your truth. I'm asking you these questions and I want to hear. And oh, also a lot of people will say things and I'll be like, this person's lying. This is not the truth. But you won't call them on it. You won't, you won't, you'll just let them put it out there and the audience decides. Yeah, because it's not really my you know, every now and then I'll be like, really? Or something like that. Yeah. But it's not really my job. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not that I don't call people out because I do. I mean, here I am telling to Carol, like, oh, Carol. you know, were, were you fired? Like, let's just, I'm, you're going to say no? You're about to say no to me? Like, so it's just, you know, okay. You know, and I didn't say it like that, but I mean, I asked the questions. I'm not afraid to, but I feel like yeah, if she not. had said, I mean, look, there's so many housewives that give me a convoluted answer. And I'm like, you're basically fired. I mean, this is not the true statement. You could spin it any way you want. So it's like, yeah, I mean, it's that awkward pause. And every now and then a listener will, you know, cause you get your lovely reviews, you know, yeah. 
most people agree with you, but every now and then I'll get like, oh my God, these awkward pauses of David. <laughs> He's such a, such a horrible interviewer. And I'm like, these are self-designed, you asshole. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's on purpose because people, if you just, if you just put the rope down and say, do with this what you want, most people will hang themselves. Like, it's just, yeah. if I'm going to introduce, just let it breathe. And like, you... It's There's so no good. comment. Like you just listen to that and you're like, oh God, they just gave an answer that is going to go somewhere. It's so good. Your show is amazing. Um, so I wanted to have you on because I am a Housewives fan. I'm certainly not as an astute uh, Bravo um, analyst as you are, but I love listening to your interviews. I love your take. I think I think 2021, and I'm curious to see what you think, was pretty much an epic year in Housewives history overall. You know, you had the fall of Tom Girardi and Erica Girardi. You have the arrest of Jen Shaw. I think, you know, Real Housewives of Potomac has really come into its own. You have Nicki Minaj guest, you know, hosting, which, by the way, were you a fan of hers for her taking over for Andy? No. Me neither. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I love her. I didn't love it. Why didn't you love it? I think it was all the voices. And I do voices all the time, but it was really annoying. I thought, I got to do less voices because this is so annoying. It was just weird. Like, some people I know are really offended. They're like, oh my God, she was so harsh to the women. And I'm, I'm not, I wasn't offended. I just didn't really understand. Like, I, I get that she's a fan. But I'm like, let's not make this a thing now where like in Beverly Hills, someone shows up and like now we start having these guest hosts. It's like, in a way, I'm like, she's asking questions maybe Andy wouldn't have asked. And I'm like, so I guess I kind of like this. But then I'm like, if I have to think about it, it was just weird. It was just like, it's just, look, there's a skill to interviewing. Like you just said, you like how I interview. There's a skill to it. And I just... Andy I mean, has Nick, it. Andy has yeah. that too. Andy has that way of being friendly with you, but asking like the question that everybody wants to know. And of course, they geniusly use so-called audience submission questions, which is probably the producers, right? But it's like, oh, David from New York City wants to know, you know, Luann. You know it, what? Yes. You know, because I I started, I don't know, I wasn't conscious, but I started, I don't do it often, but I do I can't even think of an example, but every now and then I'll say like, listen, so like, what do you say to the fact that like people online are saying, this is my new thing. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, David, no, no one online is saying this, sweetie. Like you're saying. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, I'm not saying this, but like, you know, like, what are you saying? You know, the people like that they're saying you're addicted to fame or whatever. That, that's my new thing where I'm like, you know, what do you say? To you the fact introduce that what you want to know as, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, someone else has yeah. said it, you know. So do you think the season, the franchise, this was an epic year? I think it's like it was a strange year. Like there was a lot of hits and a lot of misses. Mm, okay. I mean, we lost Dallas. Were you sad about that? No. <laughs> no. I mean, also, I, I kind of liked, I, I, well, I love Mama D, you know. I, you know what it is? I didn't, I, I wasn't shocked. Like I, was told by a Dallas housewife going into this season, like, this is it. Like, we basically wanted, we wanted Leanne gone and Leanne is gone and we're, this is it. Like, we better bring it or it's going to be over. Now, this person doesn't necessarily, she's not a producer. She doesn't know. But once she said that and I really thought about it, I was like, yeah, I actually agree now with this. Like, I don't know if she was told that or she just hypothesized it. But when I took a moment and thought about it, I was like, 
yep, I'd watch. And so I wasn't shocked. I kind of was like, if they don't bring it with the ratings, it's over. And to your point, it was a weird year because, you know, you have Real Housewives of New York, right? Who's like one of the franchise, you know, staples. I don't even know what the, what the, do we even have a result? I mean, is the show coming back? I would think at this point, the show should be recording, like should be taping. And I don't even think that it is, right? Do they know who this cast is? The new cast for New York? Yeah. What are they doing Um, for next season? We don't know, right? We don't know. I know people that have been contacted. Okay. But no time soon. No time soon. And I can tell you, the girls don't know. I mean, and I think they're all nervous in their own way. Like, even Ramona, who I think was never nervous, is kind of like, yeah, this really could happen now. And I have to say about Ramona... She is good. Ramona knows. Like sometimes the housewives are like, well, this is going to happen. And I mean, listen, I have a lot of flaws in life, but I kind of know. So like when a housewife will say to me just about anything, this is going to happen. Like, no, what, what you're saying is so wrong. That person's not going that like, so Ramona is good. Like when Ramona says, let me tell you what's going to happen. She's usually good. She knows. She knows. Like Ramona knows what she's doing. So, you know, like when she's like, I'm not going anywhere. And I was like, you're not. But now, I mean, this is not direct from Ramona, but through, you know, we all through people, through people. Yeah. Right. There's someone like, I, I, you know, it's she's like, it really could be me now. And I'm like, so if she's and I'm like, you're right. It actually really could. And you are aware of it. So it's like, it really could be Ramona now. It's, it, it it's could not time. be her, but it's, it could be. You know what I think too? Okay, obviously there was the, the race um, discussion that a lot of people felt polarized on one way or the other. But I think to me too, the other thing is, I, I think Sonia and Luann and Ramona, it's just, it's tired, right? They've all been on the show, I think, how many? 10 seasons, 8, 10 seasons. You know, Ramona continues to just get hammered on the show. So does Sonia. Sonia probably more so. You know, Luann, it's like, Nothing ever improves. You know what I'm saying? When they first started out, there was some hope like, oh, they'd marry somebody. They'd, they'd you know, move forward with their lives. Kind of like what Bethany did. Kind of like what Carol sort of did. But there was like never, there just never seems to be any plot development. Does that make sense? I feel like that also hurt the show this year. Like I feel like it's, they've run their course. But yet, I don't even know if the franchise could start over at this point. Well, I think that, I mean, nothing, no one's been contacted recently. And I do think that it's not like, I think it's not starting anytime soon. It's not like we're going to start filming mid-January. It's like, I think so. You know, everyone's like, oh my God, is it 2023? Yeah. I mean, think about it. By the time we start filming, it's not going to be this year. And I just think that's why I think Ramona is going to be gone because the longer it's off the air, we've lived without Ramona. And I love housewives in their 50s and 60s. So I am not age shaming, but it does not help her case that when this comes back, she'll basically be 65. Networks don't want that. Forget about me. I mean, I'm okay with it. I just think what Ramona's going to be on the housewives at 70. So it's like, I do think the longer it's off, the more likely Ramona is going to go. I really truly think my prediction is Leah is gone. Yeah, Ebony Leah is was, gone. Leah, like, Leah's gonna go. Leah and burned so hot at first. She was so great. But what's your opinion? What do you think? Okay, we're getting way off track, by the way, too, because we're here to share our five no, favorite moments. <laughs> 
We're going to share our five favorite housewife moments from 2021, but I do want to talk about that because I do love all the drama and all the gossip. What do you think happened with Leah? She was so hot the first season. I mean, listen, you want to know what really what I think happens? Yeah, I mean, we want to know my the honest truth. This opinion. is like why we have you on. We want to know the this dirt is really David. and I'm I'm convinced that this is really the truth. And this is real, really. I think that here's my here's my problem with Leah. OK. I like authenticity. Right. So. I don't really care what your views on the world are. I just want you to be a real authentic person and not try, mm. right? Because there's cameras. So that's the thing about Ebony. Ebony is real. Like she is not backing away from anything. She's not saying, okay, the ratings were bad. I get it. And I'm going to come back and do something different. She's like, this is me. This is me. It's not, there's no platform. There's no cause. There's no soapbox. This is my world. These are the things I think and the things I, and I know Ebony personally, this is what she talks about as a person in the real world. So I like that. It's, it's a real, whether you want to hear about it on TV or not, that's another argument. Sure. But like sure. Ebony is Ebony. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Leah, you're saying like Ebony's an activist in real life and off camera totally. and, and whether or not that makes for a good fit for that show, that's authentically who she is. Yes. Okay. So with, I love with that. Leah. And Ebony's not backing away and saying, like, I'm going to change my essence for a network. Yeah. All right. these, most of these girls do. They say, I'll do anything to stay on the show. And that to me is where now it's not real. And like, that's just pathetic because when they kick you out, they're going to kick you out. Leah came in. She was the darling, the fan favorite, you know, made a splash and it went to her head. She made her $60,000, got her 120 the second year, went and hired William Morris to represent her, got 200,000. I'm sure they took 20%. So she got $80,000 sure. more minus the 20%. Great. Good for her. So, so far we have no problem. <laughs> her whole thing in the real life is like married to mob and like she's puts on this like urban like thing yeah and right just because you have a picture with like little kim and your friends with like you know who really these like yeah okay maybe you're in that world but it's not the same like i i guess so i think this is an um pretty smart here this is when they hired ebony and this is where the world was going and where we are and you know we've come a long way i think leah went in her mind insane this is it this is it i am now the ruler of new york we're gonna get this black girl out of here and it could have been anyone let's sure. doesn't matter who it's at and it's over. We are going to overthrow Ramona. We are going to overthrow Luann. We are going to overthrow Sonia. The future of Housewives is going to be the black girl, whoever it is, and me. I'm now going to be the oldest person on the franchise. And I am now the queen. And forget my 200000 and what they think they're going to give me. I'm going to negotiate even more. It's. I think Leah was like, this is it. Mm. I am a superstar. Because like, yes. Uh, this is it. Like I'm her head got really big. So then the black girl, and I'm just saying this because like I have to stress this point, comes into the cast. And if you watch it, Leah's like, that's it. Like I am Team Ebony all the way, because this is the future of Housewives. And she said, when this comes out and where we are in the world, this is it. 
Like I'm going to double down on BLM and I'm going to, I'm going to, this is it. Like people are going to be like Leah for president. And then... Quick pause to thank some of our sponsors, including Switchcraft. Look, match three games can get, can be a lot of fun, but they can also be boring because they can be very repetitive, the same themes, same characters. Not with Switchcraft. Switchcraft is a brand new take on a match three game. As you play, you unlock beautiful places, magical, and gripping a gripping graphic novel. I also love it because it's LBT, LGBTQ plus with characters. It's so great. 85 different characters with a variety of cultural backgrounds. I've been playing, I think I'm already on like level six. It's actually oddly fun. Uh, it's free to download. It's match three or a storytelling adventure. I can't put it down. I kind of am obsessed, to be honest with you. Never really played a lot of match three games before, but now I'm into it. Different levels. I like the storyline, you know? Anyway, and what do you have to lose? It's download for free. In Switchcraft, you take on the role of a witch at Pendle Hill, the world's top academy of witchcraft. I kind of enjoy the stories. Play your way through hundreds of enchanting match three levels, revealing a dark and winding mystery story. And it all starts with the disappearance of your best friend. Now it's up to you to unravel the mystery of her disappearance using your magical match three skills. Download Switchcraft for free and unlock the magical mystery today. Also, the podcast is brought to you by ZocDoc. ZocDoc is another free app, ZocDoc.com slash TSFS. If you have neglected your health health during the pandemic, like so many of us did, I did. I actually just went for an eye appointment. Thanks to ZocDoc. I use the app. It helps you find a doctor's appointment, whether it's therapy, eye doctor, your general doctor, OBGYN, in your area. And many of those doctors have appointments open as soon as today. Not only that, but you can search reviews of those doctors. Don't take my word for it. Go find your own research, which you can do right through ZocDoc. And on top of that, you can find out if they take your insurance. So before you even go, you're pre-registered, you know if they take your insurance, all that is there. Tons of doctors in your area are on ZocDoc. Don't wait. Get that appointment. Don't neglect your health any longer. Go to ZocDoc.com slash TSFS and download today. As we go on in the season and we hear things and like, you know, there's doing confessionals is like, I think she's like, huh, wait a second. This bitch Ramona, this bitch, these, these bitches ain't going down so easy. Like, wait a second. This isn't really how it's, wait a second. So then Leah's like, bye black girl. This is the future of housewives. These OGs. See ya. And she Kind of tries to come back around. I know. I've 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 heard. I've seen that. I've seen that headline that that Ebony basically says they're work acquaintances, but they really are not friends. Which is funny because, to your point, they certainly seemed like BFFs. I mean, really tight. Uh, And nothing happens. And this isn't from Ebony. This is just. This is. This is. Trust me. This is like. This is. And if it went a different way, but now we have the whole world turning on Ebony and saying she ruined Housewives. And this isn't just because I'm friends with her. This just is, I have nothing against Leah. Like, it, this is what happened. And now Leah's like, shit. What you to know, do? This is the future. It's not Ebony. So that's the problem. That's not authentic. That's like, I don't really care. I'll do anything to stay on the show. And it's, that's that's what happened with Leah. And then the fans say, wait a second. We see, we see through this. I mean, that's why people turned on her. They're like, this is too dramatic. It's too this, it's too that. Like we're done. Like the people want authentic housewives. And that's why everybody turned on Leah. And the reason I think Leah's definitely gone is because like, 
why keep her? It's the same thing with like Elizabeth Vargas from the OC. It's like nobody's invested. It's been two, 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 two seasons. Yeah, we're a little more invested than we were in Elizabeth, but nobody's invested. The oh big God. conversation, the big thing keeping people up at night is who is back out of Luann, Ramona, and Sonia. Nobody is really wondering what's going on with Leah. And the whole thing was a disaster. So just like Elizabeth Vargas got thrown in there, like if we're getting rid of these other two, Leah's like, I think the least likely to come back. And I don't mm -hmm. think Ebony's coming back. And with the other three, I think they have to bring somebody back. But I yeah, don't think sure, it's sure. going to be, it's not going to be all three. And I mean, I guess two is even being generous. Maybe it's one or two. It's probably be two. I think two. And then I just don't know. What I do just think? don't know. All right. One last question. Then we're going to get into our five favorite moments because I know our moments are going to spark other conversations. But it, it what do you think is going on with casting? Because it seems to me they're having a very hard time finding the Bethany's. And when I say that, you know, Bethany had aspirations to be rich, to be famous, and then it all came true, right? But she was also very witty. So did so did Nene Leakes, right? There was something like they were incredibly witty, a little sarcastic, very funny but really likable. And it seems like they're having a really hard time. I'm trying to think, is there anybody that stands out for you in 2021 across all the franchises that you like, that you think has that like it like factor? Like new, like new where new. we just yeah, new. Even like Kim's, when Kim Zolciak was on Atlanta at first, I mean, it was just, there was just so much there. Who do you think has that or anyone? Right, and like to that point, I mean, I've had her on my show. Lovely, lovely woman. Like, first of all, I like same thing. I had Elizabeth Vargas on, amazing. But I don't think Crystal Kong has that. I, I know. I, mean, I was thinking to that go too. the I... distance to go the distance. Yeah, Crystal's coming back because we just had a very highly rated season. Well, of course, because of Erica. Yeah, and yeah. it right, and it started like the next day. They started filming, so yeah. like, why change anything up? Just throw Crystal in there. Give her her hundred twenty thousand dollars. Um the one person who comes to mind without overthinking it is Noella Beringer on the OC, which just started. I don't know if you watched the first Oh, uh, yes, Noelle. Yes, yes, yes. She's married to where, the lawyer. Yes, who yes. she's already getting a divorce from and he like has tax fraud. I think I'm, I'm summing it up maybe incorrectly, but he has, he owes a ton of money or something like that. Okay, so and he's a slime ball. Okay. She's, she's like, I didn't know about any of this. And she's also, you know, was best friends with Bronwyn. Yes, yes. And then they, they're they no longer right. friends. Okay. So maybe that's it. But you add that in plus like a sex dungeon. I'm I'm intrigued. And I, I don't, I'm comparing her to the other new girl, Jennifer Armstrong on the OC. She doesn't have it. it it's, it's Noella. Noella yeah. sticks out for me as like, she's going to be around you didn't think mia thompson huh from housewives of beverly or of, of potomac potomac no i like i think mia is a great shady addition i'm very excited about her i, I like, don't she's actually like one of my her. best moments really well let's get into it yeah yeah i want to okay. know your five best moments i'll i'll go through mine and then you go through, go through yours, yours and we can kind of ask each other questions. Okay. So in no particular, well, actually in particular order, I'll go, I'll go number five down to number one. So number five for me for the best housewife moments is actually the return of Heather Dubrow, which I was really not excited about, but that house and seeing her podcast studio, I had podcast studio envy. That damn studio is so fucking nice. And Terry's face, are, are these shows getting hard for you to watch? Though the plastic surgery is so bad. Like Terry Dubrow's face. Why is the plastic surgery Someone so bad? Someone else just said this about Terry to me. I, They're like, Terry's I face. I can't. 
I can't. But I love her house. I actually, I liked the party. I liked how she wouldn't talk about the lawsuit. I love that she was friends with Nicole James for like five years only to realize that Nicole had sued Terry. Nicole's friends with them. Doesn't even tell them that she's sued Terry. Did you Terry. see the little clip where like, I don't know if it was on the episode because I'm not finished or next week, but Terry walks into a room and says, you're yes. Nicole Weiss. I already you watched. Sued me. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And of course they forgive her and like everything is good, right? Um, number four. Yeah, well, everything is good except she's now. not on the show. No, she's, she's not. She's a friend. She yeah, she's a friend. No, but she doesn't even, I don't know how far she gets, but she's gone. You know, like on she she just disappears. Really? Like, take, taken out in the night, baby. You know, like last season when that girl tried to start, what was her name on Jersey? She tried to start crap with Melissa. She could have been a friend yes, of, and she was. Yes. So I don't know if Nicole is like explained away or just, I Un from what I understand, Nicole, she disappears in the night. Like, literally, she ain't there, like, the next day. I love that she dated Kid Rock, and she was so beautiful back in the day. But they all have so much bad plastic surgery, and it's like... But that <sighs> shows you the power of Heather Dubrow, too. I mean, you mean oh, to you tell think me Heather... You, you think, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I think Heather was like... Bye. I mean, she basically shut down production. And I don't think that was acting. I think that was like, you begged me to come back. Here I am. I'm sure Heather went through a list of like, this needs to go a certain way. I mean, look, they're not not going to do their jobs. They're going to, but I think Heather was like, don't do me dirty. Don't do me dirty. And I get the does. good edit because that's the rumor anyway around her from last time. But I think when she was like, it's over, I I'm quitting the show. I really believe that then someone they had to like say, fuck Shannon, fuck, we, we don't care about anyone. Get Heather in a room and lock the door. And I think everyone had to run into a room and lock the door and be like, you know, like we, we have to, no, you, you can't leave. Like we, we, this is the future of the show. What, what do you need? Like we Ooh. have to work this out. Well, I think they talked Heather off a ledge. That was my number five. My number four is Mia Thornton joining. I thought Mia picked right up. I love the drama. I love that she's messy. I love that she goes toe to toe with Candace on Twitter. Love that she was a former stripper. Like the storyline of her mom. I hope that works. I hope she has even more to reveal. You know, I hope we, we it wasn't like all this and then nothing. But I, I, I think there's good potential there for like a rivalry. I like it. Uh, my number three is Jen Shaw, her arrest. I mean, that whole thing. Like, I, I'm loving Salt Lake City this season. I think it's so good. Love the dynamics. I mean, Mary Crosby's bananas. I can't, I can't get enough. I love the whole thing. But the Jen Shaw arrest of her obviously getting a heads up phone call, dipping out. Then even this fall, doing appearances at the Hustler Club in New York City. I mean, you can't get, like, she would come to any strip club. She would do anything for cash. And I'm loving it. I'm loving where we're at. My number two is uh, Tom and Erica, The Fall of Tom Girardi. I'm sorry. I was in love. I love an older man. I love an older rich man. I thought he was rich. Uh, you uh, know. I don't mind an older rich man either, honey. <laughs> you and I are into I an mean, older rich man. It's so funny. Last night I was out oh. to dinner with Elise Lane from New York Housewives. And she, she, I, she was with two friends and I, I met them for the first time. And they were like, they're single. And they were talking. We're all talking about what we're looking for. And I'm like, just... Older and I, rich. I want someone. I, I want someone established. I'm sorry. Like, I and they're it. like, oh, obviously, that's like the basic. I'm like, I know. I just, I, I, like, I, 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 I date broke normally, <laughs> and I just, I just can't. And then everyone's like, I mean, this is why I date younger all the time because everyone I date is broke. So I mean, if you're gonna be broke, like young and broke, I it, for a minute is cute. It's not cute for two minutes, but it's cute for a minute. 
So I'll date you for a minute, but try, I mean, I meet all older and broke. Like I shouldn't say older. I should say, age, I should say, I should say age appropriate and broke. But no, I, I meet people in their 40s and 50s that are broke. And I'm just like, no, this isn't cute. Maybe like, you're the is, sugar I'm, daddy. Maybe, maybe you just, maybe you, you just know get what? younger listen, and broke and you're the sugar listen, daddy. I, I am not opposed to my sugar daddy role, but that's the thing. If I'm going to be a full-fledged sugar daddy, let me tell you, let me tell you a few things. I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I have ta- I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. <laughs> They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah! That was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You better look a certain way and you better keep that shit up. And the minute it's not, I, I'm you better. You're gonna Bye. be gone because I I gotta get something out of this, Sarah. I have to, I have to be yeah. Some I gotta get something. If you're and working really, that hard, no, honey, I have no ego. I date like losers, so I like someone who is somewhat established in the world. So older you. and rich is fine. I love that. I'm so with you. Um, anyway, Tom and Erica, the demise. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe he was in bed. I just, I don't know. You know, TV is so deceiving. I thought he was such a class act, like a Carol rat as well. I'm so mind blown. My own theory is I don't think she really knew that he was embezzling, but I think she didn't question anything either. Like, I don't think she thought, hmm, is it strange that as a, you know, a company that goes and gets like 
settlements from, you know, whatever, airlines or whatever, and they're putting their money up for years at a time. Is it strange that $25 million would be dropped into my bank account? I don't think she questioned it. I'm sure she probably thought it was strange, but I don't think she questioned the money. So I don't know how guilty you are with that. And then my number one favorite moment okay. is Kathy Hilton. I Kathy Hilton is like That's the dream. I mean, if... I wish every franchise had Kathy. Kathy is who I strive to be. So wealthy, you're just oblivious to the world. You're oblivious. Do you know that Kathy isn't even coming? I mean, she's not filming. So I don't know how far. I mean, people are like this and that. I'm like, why are we still talking about it? I mean, aren't we really into the season? I mean, this has been going on for a minute. I mean, unless they're going to slow down, you know, because they started so early. But I mean, how many episodes do we have already? I mean, they started filming two months ago. Like, what's the point of joining now, Kathy? I mean, she says it's because of Paris and she's been busy with the wedding. But, you know, then there's the other rumors that she wants $2 million. Listen, I don't think Kathy is dumb. I know. Kathy's so good. She's so good. She did it because she was bored. That's why she she said yes. You know, the only reason she said yes is because she couldn't be in, like, Italy because of COVID, really. She's like, I normally am in Europe all summer and I have nothing to do and I'm bored and, and there's my sister, I'll spend extra time with her. I mean, imagine being such a baller that like Housewives has to beg you and like, you're just like, I'm saying yes, not for any reason other than the fact that I'm trapped in my house and this is all down the street and I might as well do it because I can hang out with my sister. And that's the thing, like to me, I want to watch that type of wealth because you know what I mean? That is like the 1%, the 1%. Sonia and Luann to me, like Sonia's no, townhouse that, nothing. you know, we probably could have bought 10 years ago is like, I just don't care. You know what I mean? But Kathy is like a level of like when you don't even know how to drive, you know, and or the name of your staff, like that's what I want to watch. Like that is wealth. Sonia doesn't have a pot to piss in. It's so obvious. And and I'm not, there's nothing against that. I, I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. But I'm just saying for a show that is like aspiring to be these wealthy housewives, so many of them aren't well. It's just like, I don't know. To me, that's part of it, right? Kathy, that is part of it. You get to escape and watch Kathy Hilton have caviar pie, like what we all want. You know, that's to me what I want. But well, anyway. like to your point, I mean, I think a lot of people want that. And that's the whole point of Heather Dubrow. I mean, yeah, yeah. you're watching this show and it's like, you're not, the you're opulence. not like, you're not like the, I mean, listen, I think some people are like, oh, the arrogance and whatever. But I think most people agree with you that it's like, this is so people want to, people yeah. are not like, shut up, stop with your tour. No, they're like, we want to, we're just like Gina. I loved we it all. We want to see the towel, loved it all. I wanted to put my and, hands in the towel drawer, the podcast studio. I was obsessed. I didn't even know she had a podcast, the infinity pool. I mean, I loved it. I mean, she, I just, and she, poor Shannon Bedore's face, you know, I mean, she had it and then it was like that's poor Shannon and you know Gina Gina's like the breakout star Gina is like so funny like you know she's just like Gina is the average Gina's a viewer Gina's on the show but she's the viewer she's She's the viewer this is she's like this is just she's like of of course you have a towel warming draw like this is I mean Yes. So I, yeah. So, I mean, I do think, look, it's hard in New York to find, cause like a lot of finance money, they're not going to be on a show. The I husbands know. can't, but I do believe that New York is not, I, I definitely believe New York will not start filming, come back, move ahead until they find the right cast. I mean, they held out with Atlanta. I think that if it takes a month, it takes a month. If it takes 
a year and a half, I don't think New York is coming back until they really have. And by what I'm trying to say also is I think they're going to go for real, real, real money. I, I think they You're get it. You're telling me Madonna, like would Madonna do it? I mean, you know. I- no. <laughs> Let oh, me answer okay. for you. No. <laughs> What about David Madonna, Bowie's? What about David Bowie's widow Iman? I always think about her. Like she could be the class act. David Bowie be, has passed away. She would be phenomenal. She, Does she would live in be. New York? Yes, she's a New York okay. staple. She'd be so amazing. She would be okay. Well done. That's right? that's excellent. Love it. Okay. Love it. How do we get? I mean, I feel like Love she would it. be amazing. And and, and she's uh, you know she's I I don't know if she's Ethiopian and black. She's she's you know a woman of color. I'm like, there's a class act. There's somebody we want to see. Done. She is you know music royalty. I mean, uh, you're telling me someone's like a girlfriend or something from Howard Stern show couldn't be on. Like, get fucking a connection to Howard. Like they would do it. Get Howard and Beth. Like, I mean, get somebody. I mean, Beth, I don't think Beth would do it, but Beth would be phenomenal. Beth, for the, like, uh, let her put an animal. Amon might do it. Amon might do it. How have they not called her? I mean, these are Hollywood. They're, you know, they're they're not at the tip of their, their fame anymore. You know, David is gone. There's no reputation for David Bowie to keep up. He's already solidified it. She'd be phenomenal. Nope. And, they have a daughter. And she seems like the type, she's class active, but I think she'll have a few drinks and she could throw it down too. I think she'll be great. She would be my first phone call. I just, I don't understand she would how be they're having, and there has to be a Bethany, an, an aspirational business Bethany in that city that's like hustling you know and the, trying to make it. That too. And I also think that they should, well, first of all, I think they're definitely going to go for real money. I I, I do. I think they have go to. First. Nobody like, has money on that show. Nobody. Nobody. But the other thing is find sisters. I mean, not just the Hiltons. Let's not forget what has existed between Kathy and Melissa and Teresa. Like yeah, family drama mm-hmm. runs deep. So I say find wealthy, 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 wealthy sisters and build the show around them. And I don't mean, right. Like Sonia is as broke as a joke, joke. She has no money. Luann and Ramona live in normal apartments that any New Yorker lives in that does well. Like there's no money on the show and that's okay. But I think people want to see, look, he, New York, New York money. There's benefits every night, black tie. Yes. The, we have the whole art world here. Like there's so many different types of money. I think people want to see that New York real, real yes. filthy, like the Hamptons house that puts like Ramona's to shame, like real filthy money. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I, and, and, you know, of yeah. course. Okay. Tell, share with me your five favorite moments. I mean, and I don't think they would cast in the 60s, but like ask Christy Brinkley. Oh my God. How great. Fabulous. Divorce drama, ex-husband drama, also music royalty. She'd be right? great. Yes. Matt Lauer's, you know, Matt Lauer's divorced wife. Get her Really? On. Really? She'd be so good. Anyway. She would be good. Um, okay. So my, we have a bunch of the same top five moments for the year. My number five, believe it or, okay, sorry. I was reading my notes wrong. My number five is specifically Hotbox and Sing Sing. <laughs> That fight between Karen Huger and Miss Giselle Bryant, I'm like, Karen Huger is literally, I never realized how funny she was. Yeah, she is. Karen is like, I need to fight back with this bitch and I don't know what to say now. I'm going to say anything that comes out of my mouth. That was literally 
Hotbox and Sing Sing. Miss <laughs> the Grand Dame brought it. And Giselle. And Giselle, I love, I love that franchise. I think they do really well. I, I enjoy the fights. I think they do a great job at keeping the drama. I love it. What's your they number do. four? Number four is it. It fell for me when I really reflected upon it. Jensha, like, yeah, I love, yeah. I love Salt Lake. I love it. I love it. But overall, the whole Jensha thing. I don't think people care as much as they do. Like, I mean, that really? special wasn't that good. Yeah. I think that it's like we've known Erica for, you know, people love a mob mentality. And it's like, we didn't really know Jen Shaw that long. And like Jen Shaw, there is something inherently unlikable about her, even from the beginning. Yeah. And yeah. like, it, you really think about it. Erica was beloved. Beloved. Oh my God. People do you remember Erica Jane? Brilliant casting. I mean, when she came in, she was with Prim and right. Proper Lisa Vanderpump, you know, the Hilton sisters. You know, you, okay. Yeah, Lisa Rinna was a little bit spicy, but then you also had, oh my God, who's Gigi and Bella Hadid's? Um, Yolanda. Yolanda was classy with David Foster. You bring in Erica, you know, who's patting her puss, who who has the, this, you know, this persona of Erica Jane, married to this, who we thought was this prominent attorney. She was beloved. I mean, I the, there's two people. There's three people I've always wanted to be on these shows: Bethany, Carol, Erica. I mean, they, they, those that's, are three good ones. Those are who I think people aspire to be. It's so shocking. Those are three good ones. So right. So that's that's the thing. I don't think we could, Jen. It wasn't like like it's Erica's a fall from grace. So it's like yeah. Jen. It's shocking that okay. And now we have it on thing and we're filming it's it's it gets there but it's number four number three to me is r-h-u-g-t real housewives ultimate girls trip i haven't watched is it so good so good you have no idea okay no, it's, and this isn't me this is the whole world people it's a huge fan favorite it's like why is this how is this gonna be like you know, it's only a week. No, it's first of all, they like break the fourth wall. It's literally they talk about being housewives and and like making appearance. It's like oh, so it's, I gotta watch. it's okay. It, it brings in the fact that they're famous. Like it's really done differently. And like you don't realize like Kenya versus Ramona. There's a big fight. Then it's like the friendships like Cynthia, like, you know, Kenya and Luann. And just like it's like and also we're. We're keeping it in franchise and going back to old shit. The fact that Teresa, that Melissa didn't tell Teresa about getting on the show. Yeah. Tom, yeah. the fact that Luann, I mean, Ramona spread rumors about Tom. Like, old shit is coming up. There are new feuds. There are new friendships. It is, it's not just me. It's a, it, people love it. It is so good. Oh I, I can't explain it. It's just like seeing, I mean, you, you have all stars. You have a bunch of yeah. people that are just so good at their job. So it's really pleasuresome. Like, watch it, really. Okay, I'm on board. All right, I love that. Okay, what's your number two? The return of Fancy Pants to Bro. <laughs> Heather is good. I actually enjoy her. I, I enjoy Heather and Terry. I do and enjoy me, it. And let me say that I agree with you. Like I, to me, it was like, like ultimate real housewives, ultimate girls trip restored my faith in housewives. But this revision of the OC takes it, takes it, takes it there. Like, yeah. like I, 
I, I, I wasn't sure. I agree. I like, wasn't sure. I was like, it was so bad. Like to me, <sighs> this is just me. I don't know why everyone hated New York so much. I mean, I get it. How, you know, race, blah, blah, blah. I didn't really hate New York that much. Maybe it's because I'm from here. I hated the last season of VOC. I think it's See, the worst season in Housewives history for me. Oh, it was it's horrible. so funny. And I have the opposite feeling. Like right. I just couldn't get into New York. I'm, I'm just burned. I think I'm burnt out with all the women, you know, and, and there, and I thought it was, I thought a lot of Ebony's, what she was doing was great. I just felt like there was nothing else. You know what I mean? They would go to a dinner with like a multicultural dinner and then they just get drunk. Like nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't, there because it was COVID, there was no interesting trip. There was no like crossover of pop culture drama. Like no one was dating anybody. You know what I'm saying? There wasn't anything else to like Well, propel. this is why people hated it. Yeah, it was, it was just, there were so many things wrong with it. But it's funny. I actually, to me, I feel like they cut Tamara and Vicky like one season too soon. I think Tamara, Vicky, Heather Dubrow should have come back. Gina, Emily, Maybe, and well, maybe see, this now, new chick. Like, I, but I think- But see, I, now, I mean, so that's the thing. I, I really wasn't sure if the OC was going to be good, but it isn't just Heather. It, it's good. It's good. But really, Heather, look, there's nobody in New York that is Heather other yeah. than Bethany, and she wants $5 million. I like, want Vicky there's back. No, there's nobody- you I mean, know what though? Vicky I have is anti-vax. She would have spoken to so many people. She's anti-vax. You she know, she's anti-vax. she's right wing. I mean, I just feel like and getting rid of Kelly Dodd. I mean, it was hard for me to narrow down five. Like, Do you know what though? Kelly I... and Rick are crazy. Okay, let me let me spill some tea right here. I never reveal guests. I hate telling. I like to just have it be a surprise. But I have I have already recorded Kelly and Rick. Are coming up, and I am gonna get. Uh, that's huge because so, they. Don't, I've been asking for them to do an interview. No, they don't. It's they hard. don't. They, they don't. don't. I'm gonna get so much hate when this episode comes out. Like normally, when the bus is off the road, I can drive it back on. Like we we can stay off the road for an exit, and I'm gonna get you back on the road because I'm driving the bus here, and you're all sitting in the back. Uh, the bus. We went off the road. We the car turned over. The car went down a hill. <laughs> And we never got back on the road. I, I got some housewives questions in there. But what we did they some... rant and rave about? They just what? Oh. Right-wing politics? Like just like politics in general? And listen, I really am not like everybody else in the world. I don't care. I don't judge. I don't care what your politics I know, are. I know. I don't care if you sleep with 75 people a day. I don't judge. Do you. Just don't bother me. Stay the fuck away from me. Yeah. I don't care. I don't need to. Like, so I... But yes, they, I mean, so there's two things they did that I was just like, this is an awkward interview because I'm not making a comment. I don't talk about politics at all. I mean, I I just, that's, I'm not doing it. So, but they talked about why a mask isn't necessary and why. I hope about QAnon. I mean, I hope that there is JFK Jr. still alive. Like, I mean. (laughs) It was, it was, and, but not only that, but then all, I mean, look. Part of it was I was shady. I did ask some pointed questions about Miss Dubrow. But then when they were trashing her beyond belief, I was like, I, I need to just not make a <laughs> comment care. because I have Heather and Terry on my show before and I'd like I would like Miss Dubrow back. And I'm not even sure that that could happen now. But I mean I'm not not gonna air it because I mean I, I don't they are entitled to what they say, but they 
I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be headlines. And Heather's going to be like, yeah, that, I'm not going to that podcast. Well, because, um, you know, Kelly and I mean, when did Rick get fired from Fox? And does he address that? I mean, does he talk yes. about? Yeah. Yes. And he, I mean, I'm assuming he got fired because of the housewife show. Like it was just he, too much. He said he wasn't fired. Oh, he That's quit? What he says. Is that what he's going with? That's what he's going with. Okay. Yes. Okay. And, and what? what <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll That's find bit, out more. And I'm so sure. like, look, we, we, we do talk about housewives and she talks about some of these new people and like, so it's listen, but it was a lot of just, it's not that I disagree with their views or I, I, they, I, I they can't have their views or I'm trying to silence them. It's more just like this audience, like I will not be a political podcast and this audience doesn't want to hear it. Oh, people want to hear it. People, people are going to want to hear it. People, because she's, oh, people are going to go off on me. Like, why did you have that? Well, yeah, they're going to say that. And it's they, a, have but, an, I mean, they have a platform. And people love to hate Kelly and Rick. You know, people either wow. love to... I think people secretly low-key support them. Or they really love to hate on them, which you see from her Instagram comments. And I mean, for a long time, I thought she was a great cast member. I like real. I loved her. I think this is the last season for Shannon. I think this yeah, is Yeah, Shannon, it. I think is I done think, too. I think that's gone by the wayside. Because again, like after they, they have money, they're with their guys, they try to work out these marriages, they get divorced. It's like if nothing else happens from that, like we can see them go on a couple dates. But like if you're not dating like someone famous or two or three degrees of separation of fame, it's like no one really gives a shit. It's kind of a weird thing. And here's the other thing too. This is why I think, I mean, I don't think Vicky and Tamara are ever coming back. Like oh. there are, this is just my opinion. This is why I think Heather that like, there are moments in each franchise, like each franchise is, it's like a different cast every year, but there are moments where like you're watching and you're like, this is now a new era. Like, it's kind of like Beverly Hills. It's like Erica, you know, Erica, Dorit, Rinna. Let's not forget that Erica, Dorit, Rinna, like a, huge part of this this is really all we think about now is new it's like three four years yeah, old yeah it's like yeah that doesn't mean we're not nostalgic for the but it's like a new era has started like with erica and that stuff and then rinna and now we can't even think about like life before them there so i totally. think to me the oc feels like this is a whole new era and like i it's just like vicky and tamra are so not this yeah like yeah it's, there's, that's no, there's true. no place that's and true. i do think like they had to keep shannon really i think she just kept her job for that fact that the audience they needs needed some one continuity. yes right. yes they needed one thing and to emily play. and gina but now emily and gina don't feel so old like new anymore like gina's yeah. coming into her own and it's like i think this is like now a new era where heather and gina and emily it's good they're gonna go far like if there's gonna be you know and like do you know what i mean and yeah. we're almost not gonna remember what the show was before heather okay what that. is your number one five most memorable moment of 2021 it's it's erica and tom it just be, it i mean be. i have done so many recaps with Catherine <laughs> edwards which is everyone's favorite when i have her on i have spent so many hours on my podcast and you know you think david Mix it up. I mean, like you said, I had all the housewives on, Bravo guests. Get somebody. Nope. My audience does not care. If I said there's no more housewives coming on the show, there's nothing. There's no more show. It's going to be me and a microphone, and I'm just going to sit here and talk about Erica five People days a week. People would love it. That's uh, my audience has gone insane. So Erica's also given me a lot, but I mean, I still have all the guests and everything. And like we have Summer House, we don't just have housewives. But 
Eric and Tom. It is really, if you think about it, when it happened, you're just like, when the divorce was announced, it was oh, so shocking. Sh so they then were, they it's were like, ride or right. die. Um, by the way, Catherine Edwards used to be on the OC. So for people that want contact, Beverly not, Hills. Beverly Hills, thank you. Okay, she was a former castmate. She comes on your show. You two are very close. Um, but yes, the divorce for you was so shocking because I, I truly do feel they were in love, don't you? I mean, I think <clears throat> I think it was just like Tom telling her, don't you think they mutually knew they had to get divorced? Yeah. Yeah. I think they just knew that, you know, if they were going to try to protect her, I think it was his last way to protect. I, I think they're still very much in contact. Do you? Somehow. But yeah. it better be some secret text encrypted sure burner phone. Right? Someone's burner phone. But I mean, I just think you don't fall out of love that quickly. You know what I mean? Like, and did you feel like. It's so shocking if you really think about it. Like just. Oh, it's yeah. un I mean, it isn't now because here we are. We're living in it. But like. You know, I mean, listen, people are starting, maybe when it comes back, it'll be different, but the Erica hate, I mean, I'm not saying it's gone, but I'm just saying, I think she's going to get a better edit. I think they probably have said to her, thank you. You carried this and did your job. And like, I'm, I'm sure Erica has said, come on guys, really, they're not, not going to talk about it, but it's not going to be another season of that. It's going to be, she is, it's well, look, not. There's somebody who I think will, will bag somebody semi-famous, you know, or very famous. You know, there was that rumor that she was dating Scooter Braun post, I mean, I, I don't think that there was any truth to that, but I'm like, if she get, if she's dating Scooter Braun, who of course manages like Justin uh, Bieber and Ariana Grande, if he suddenly cross over on the show, I mean, that's like what people want to see, you know, like that she, to me, she, I think she will do whatever it takes to stay on the show. I think yeah. she still loves Tom. I think it is very heartbreaking behind the scenes, but she knew if there was any way for her to survive and Tom, we know is what 82 or something, she had to divorce him and they will just remain, you know, And I think he's okay with it. Like save oh. yourself. And I mean, she makes now, I don't know, 700. She made 600. We all know that. So I mean, right. She's not going Hurting. anywhere. Yeah. She's going to hold on. I do think like they'll still bring this up, but I mean, it's not going to be all about that. And I think she even said to them probably like, come on guys, like enough after like, this, you yeah. gotta, you gotta think of something else to do next season or give me, you know, millions of dollars. Well, don't worry. Dorit said, hold my beer. You know, she got robbed, you know, when, when PK was out of town and then PK just got arrested for a DUI. I mean, you know, all that's going to be filmed. So Dorit I mean, is probably like this sucks, but okay, let, let me go with it. I mean, the emotional you know? drama, the PTSD, obviously PK's melting down. I mean, you know, there's so much there. Rena is going to have to come up with a new act. Garcelle, we'll see what, you know, I mean, I agree with you on, you know, I love Sutton. I think Sutton's great. I hope Sutton can bring something else. We'll see. It's it's good. So it's like just Erica and that's just, if you think it's shock. Yeah. That. Um, David, I adore you. I love having you on the podcast. You put out brand new episodes of Behind the Velvet Rope Monday through Friday. You also have a Patreon that people can subscribe to. Um, you have Kelly Dodd and Rick Leventhal coming up. <laughs> and part wait, three. And part three. You have to listen as to well. All right. I mean, and I think Kelly thought like, like I felt like almost calling her after and saying like, you know, I like you. Like I'm, I'm like a normal person because I felt that she just thought I was so weird because I had no reaction. Cause I'm like, I am not making a comment about this politics or about Heather Dubrow. Yeah. Like right. there are very few people that scare me in the housewife world. Heather Dubrow scares me. 
Mm. I'm like, I don't want Heather DeBoer coming after me. And that's the thing about New York is like, there is no Heather. Like, because Bethany is not getting $5 million. There's nobody that they can have, even the beginning of the OC, the way that just, I mean, yeah, of course that was staged and filmed. Sure, the sure. Way that you loved the house. And she's yeah. like, there's nobody in the New York franchise that can have that franchise. that, zero. There's not one person. Think about it. Like, there's nobody. Well, I adore you. Um, everyone can I follow you. you. David Yontip on social media behind the velvet rope. David, I love you. Thank you for being on. Listen to the podcast behind the velvet rope five days a week. Find all of our housewife interviews. And if you don't hear from me, it means that I've just passed out on my computer because <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> the and but thank you for having me on, Sarah. 